Hey everybody, good evening. Um, so just a bit of a personal update. I don't normally share things like this on my personal Facebook page. That's where probably most of you are, are listening to it. Um, but I have some kind of exciting personal news. So I wrote an article the other day. Oh, sorry. I wrote an article the other day for Public Square Magazine. Um, and uh, I was actually really pleased with how it turned out. It was an article just reflecting on... Um, if you go there right now, and it probably won't be there for long, but if you go to Public Square Magazine right over here, um, you'll see my article. It's called You Are Safe in My Classroom, Truth, Belonging, and Pride Flags. Um, and it's basically a message about um, making sure that my students feel safe in my classroom. Anyway, I, I hope that you'll take a look at that because I think it was it was deliberate and it was hopefully thoughtful. But then a friend of mine texted me and said, hey, check this out. And I was pretty excited about this because I didn't know that that uh, that it was happening today. Um, if you actually go to the to the homepage, you'll see that if you scroll down a little bit, uh, radical civility is now um, featured on the Public Square Magazine uh, website. Um, so I'm announcing that uh, I'm now formally partnering with Public Square Magazine. I'm going to be a podcast that works with them and tries to to forward their message, and that's pretty humbling and exciting and terrifying because. It's just me in my home office ranting about civility. Like I'm old man yells at cloud, right? Like that's not, this has never been a real thing. It's just been a hobby. And now I feel some obligation to actually make it into something real. So hopefully you'll hear a little bit more from me, that you'll have more regular content. Um, hopefully it will continue to be thoughtful and it will be um, deliberate and informed and kind. Um, and also I hope that we don't avoid the hard topics. I think we need to go to the pain points and that's our goal. Our goal is that you'll be able to come here anytime and hear thoughtful discussion of really, really hard issues from really good people who are trying their best to make their way in the world. Um, and if that's what we do, I think we're putting some good out into the universe. Um, lots more signal, lots less noise, right? Uh, more light than heat. Um, so let me also show you really quick. So why am I partnering with them? Well, uh, let me read a little bit to you real quick. Public Square, Mag this is the About Us from Public Square. Public Square Magazine is founded on the proposition that civic spaces of substance are worth building and preserving. We, therefore, seek to convene, encourage, and support voices of conscience and conviction in speaking to a broad audience. We publish persuasive, honest, engaging, and research-based work that contributes to a more productive public discourse. While we are concerned with politics, we are not political. Although we care deeply about culture, we are not beholden to it. Our background as members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints informs the publication's editorial focus and values, and it inspires us to draw a large enough circle to include voices of goodwill from numerous faith traditions and moral perspectives. We believe in the power of dialogue to foster understanding, and we are resolved to catalyze and curate meaningful exchanges aimed toward the highest good. That's some really good stuff. I followed Public Square Magazine for almost a year before I even heard from them about, about this podcast stuff. Um, and immediately I said, that's a really powerful about us mission statement. That's the exact kind of thing that I'm trying to do with my podcast. Um, and so it seems, and I've loved a lot of their stuff. And by the way, that doesn't mean I agree with it, but I've never found someone on public square magazine, not arguing in good faith. I've never found somebody who was looking for clickbait or just trying to rev everybody up and get them mad. Um, every article has made me think, um, and I've really appreciated that. And so this feels like a really, really natural home for me. Um, so I hope you'll check them out. I hope you'll follow their stuff. They've got some really good stuff and they're, they're from a really interesting perspective. Um, I should note that, you know, I mentioned the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Um, that's 
part of the the framework of public square is that religious element um, and it's meant to be informed by that set of values that doesn't mean it, this is a particularly religious podcast it doesn't mean that public square is a particularly religious um, news magazine what it means is that um, we are informed by values and that we need voices of conscience and so that's where i'm coming from on this is trying my best to um, allow my values to come out and to let people know that I'm, you know, I, I believe in standing for something and everybody should and that, that, that that's okay. Um, this is not an apologetics uh, podcast. I don't know enough to be an apologist for anything, but I think what you will hear is people who are pretty faithful to that church, um, giving their honest measured takes. Um, and one thing that, that is probably important to remember right now is social media is not real life, right? We know that. And um, I hear on social media one thing, but then when I talk to most of my friends, I hear a different thing. And part of the goal of this is to say, there hasn't really been a place for, um, for this kind of, of dialogue. There's been kind of the extreme, I shouldn't say the extreme left, but there's, you know, the left kind of has won on social media. I saw, I saw this great article that talked about how on social media, I think it was on Twitter, that if you're, if you're interacting on Twitter, you should think of yourself as interacting on the campus of UC Berkeley. That's about how liberal Twitter is. And that's crazy. And it actually makes the right wing even more crazy, right? It, it, like it, the tribal pressure <coughs> really tends to make things extreme. And so part of my goal with this is to say, hey, there are moderate voices. There are good people that are just trying their best to make their way in the world. There are people who are thoughtful and not fully informed, but trying their best to be, um, that have good opinions. And a lot of us fall into that camp and that's okay, right? There's this um, centrifuge effect of social media where everybody comes just more and more polarized. And I guess part of the purpose of this podcast is to pull us back together and to remind us of what we have in common and, you know, all those, those happy, fluffy things. Um, so I am thrilled. I could not be more excited that I get to partner with these good people. Um, at the same time, I am still just an amateur that doesn't know how to podcast, that has no idea what I'm talking about on most of the topics. But I think, that I talk about this a lot. Um, I've talked about it a lot recently. Something that I call the, the paradox of civility. The paradox of civility goes like this. You go on Twitter and it's such a nasty place that all of the people with a heart or a brain run away. And they go, I don't, I don't want this in my life. It's really depressing and it's not fun and people are nasty. And so I'm good. I'm just going to move on. But then what happens to Twitter, <laughs> right? It gets worse and worse and worse and worse. And my students are on Twitter and my kids will be on Twitter someday. And I feel an obligation to not be that person who's leaving the conversation alone. Um, I also don't feel any obligation to try and change it all myself. I just have an obligation to use my voice in the best way I know how. And so as I look at the, the risk, and there are some risks to this, right? Not just in time, but also like, it's a matter of time before I say something legitimately stupid. I try hard not to, but that's, you know, it protects you a little bit, but you're still gonna be stupid sometimes. Um, the, the other risk is I don't want to, get fired, right? Like, I don't want, I don't want to say something stupid. Um, and the reality is that these days, even if you are thoughtful, um, social media become, will become judge, jury, and executioner well before they've actually just, you know, they, they don't actually care sometimes about the outcome. They just want to make sure that vengeance is served. And so there are some risks to this. And at the same time, I want to make sure that it's clear that it's time for good and decent people to just say good and decent things. You look like a genius, right? <laughs> like, 
when people are extreme and just angry and frustrated and you just say like normal stuff, you, you just stand there and, and stand beside you're like, yeah, here's something normal and you look really good. Um, I think a little bit more of that is called for. I think right now the edgiest thing you can do is to not be edgy, right? Like the, the nonconformist thing to do is actually to, to just be like, hey, I'm just a normal person. I'm trying and I'm going to make mistakes, but most people are just normal people trying to make their way in the world. Um, and so that's kind of the goal of this podcast is to be kind and thoughtful and informed and argue in good faith. Let me give you another way to put this. Um, I, I took a doctoral class recently um, that was really good and uh, hard uh, and challenged me in a lot of ways. But there was a quote in one of the readings that has stuck with me. Uh, it's a it's a dialogue between um, Confucius and and somebody else, and and the somebody else says, "What do you think if all the people in town like someone?" To which Confucius responds, "Oh, that's not good." And he says, "Well, what if they all hate you?" Oh, well, that's also not too good. And then Confucius ends with this: "It is best if the good people in town like you, and the evil ones hate you." Now, there's a book that I that I love. I I use with my students called. Um, Great, uh, things that great teachers do differently. And it was originally 14 things that teachers do different, great teachers do differently. And then it was 19 things. And I think it's up to 21 and every, they're all just really good. But one of them in there is think about how the best will respond. Don't plan your class around the kid who is angry or frustrated or behind. Plan your class around, okay, if I, if, if I was a really, really good student, how would I respond to this? And I found that to be powerful. It can be oversimplified and over overused. So it's not the only lens. Um, but I think there's something really to be said for this. And I think it makes a lot of sense to me. Um, and so I think that's part of the goal here. And by the, and the problem with this is sanctimony, right? Like, I don't think that I'm a perfect person. I don't know that I'm even a good person. Um, but I think the conversation of, okay, but what would a good person try to do on this really complicated topic is one worth having. The other day, a friend of mine, um, said something really powerful. He said, you know, I have not always been perfect with civility, but I do think it is the right course of action. I think the messenger doesn't have to be perfect for the message to still be good. Um, and the reality is, you know, I, I try really hard on civility, but I'm not always civil and I'm going to make mistakes. And part of, <laughs> how do I say this? I'm actually really cynical uh, in my head sometimes. And the civility stuff, yeah, it can be a shtick, right? But the purpose behind it is that shtick forces me to shut up. And it forces me to quiet the cynical voice and to say, okay, let me try to do this really deliberately. Um, you know, everything right now is virtue signaling, right? Like any good thing you do, if people don't like it, they're like, oh, you're just so sanctimonious. You're such a virtue signaler. It's like, well, what would you want me to do? Signal vice instead, right? Like, at least I'm trying. And like, yeah, sometimes it'll feel inauthentic, but that's because I recognize that an inauthentic, you know, thoughtful take is better than an authentic, really, really cynical one. And I think that's the right way to go. Um, so we'll see. Anyway, I'm very excited. I'm going to try my best. Uh, I'm probably still going to make mistakes. The editing is still going to be terrible for a bit because I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but let me leave you with just uh, uh, one other one other uh, plea, one request. Well, first of all, talk to us on Twitter, on on Facebook. Reach out to me. I've, we've got an email address now. I don't even know how this is happening. Uh, I think it's radicalcivilitypodcast at gmail.com. Um, We'll, we'll try and get an even better one at some point, but um, dialogue with us, talk to us. Uh, I think we might even try TikTok, which is really scary because that's a hip thing to do and I am not hip at all. <laughs> um, but it seems like an easy way to communicate with people quickly. People love 30 second sound bites. 
um, even more than an hour and a half long uh, uh, podcast episodes. So um, my last plea, um, and this is this is one that I, I don't really know how to talk about well, so you'll forgive me if this is um, a little awkward. Um, this started as a passion project. I had some equipment because I had narrated a book before and it was super fun. And I was like, I should use that. I, I need a side hustle. I need something else to keep me interested. My, my, I, I thrive on variety. I need a lot of different things going on. And so I started podcasting. It was just me in my office, just ranting and kind of sharing with friends. And I always like to joke that it was, uh, you know, five listeners, three of whom were my mother. Um, and she laughed at that joke. Don't worry. She's not offended. But um, it's grown really fast. And we're not super huge or anything, but like people are randomly finding us now and they're sharing us and they're, they're talking about what the work we're doing. And it's, it's pretty exciting. Um, it's now to the point, if I want to generate content, I need a producer. And so I've hired a friend of ours to, to help me out and we're currently paying him out of pocket. Um, we're doing okay, but that's not sustainable in the long term. And so I've started a Patreon account and this is the, the gauche part. Um, if you feel like what we are doing is useful, I would just ask that you consider, and if you're in a place, right? And if you're not, don't worry about it. Um, but if, you, if you're if you able to, um, to consider supporting us somehow. Um, and to it's a vote of confidence for us, but it also means that I can pay my producer um, after the next few weeks, after, you know, we've budgeted a little bit, but after that we can, um, we can, we can still sustain this. Um, I, I think I have to say for legal purposes that anything that you give on Patreon is then not your property and we can do whatever we want with it, but I'm not planning on buying a yacht. Uh, this, this will, will go to, to my producer um, and then we'll, we'll figure it out after that. But, um, I think that that's an important piece. If you can't, or if you're not in a place to, or if you're not totally sold on this podcast yet, that's okay. Um, maybe you could review it. Um, apparently the algorithm is really big on reviews. And so if you post something there, that will help us. Um, it generates traffic. And so if you want to take 30 seconds to, <coughs> excuse me, to five minutes to, um, to post a quick review, I would appreciate it. It'll help more people find the podcast and it means that we'll be able to, to succeed a little bit better. I'm going to try not to put this stuff on my personal Facebook page very often. And I'm also going to try not to talk about support very often, probably once every few episodes or so. Um, but it is the way that you can, that you can support us. Um, and I hope you know that. Um, so anyway, uh, I am thrilled, absolutely thrilled, uh, at this, at this prospect and this, this possibility. Thank you all for your support. Thank you for, um, thank you for being my five listeners. Um, and thank you for doing the best you can to be what Confucius called the best ones in the village. Um, I hope it would be great if we got a lot of listeners, but to be honest, um, it starts to cause problems because you start worrying more about what they want than about what you actually need to say. And what's actually nice about the Confucius quote is it reminds me, I'm not actually here to get likes and loves and shares. I'm here to, um, try to aim for the very best people and to, to try and make, to try and be a little bit better myself. Um, and that means if it doesn't get shared, but it was the right thing to say, then that's okay. And that that's where we go. So thank you again. Um, like I said, consider supporting and you will see a lot more coming from us soon. So thank you so much and God bless.